Welcome to episode 253 of the Spokesman Cycling Podcast. This show was engineered on Monday, 10th of August, 2020. The Spokesman Cycling Roundtable Podcast is brought to you by Jensen USA, where you'll always find a great selection of products at amazing prices with unparalleled customer service. For more information, just go to jensenusa.com slash the spokesman. Hey everybody, it's David from the Fredcast Cycling Podcast at www.thefredcast.com. I'm one of the hosts and producers of the Spokesman Cycling Roundtable Podcast. For show notes, links, and all sorts of other information, please visit our website at www.the-spokesmen.com. And now, here are the spokesmen. The Turn GSD, it stands for Get Stuff Done, is an iconic compact electric cargo bike used by families and businesses the world over since its launch in 2017. I'm Carlton Reed, and on today's show, I speak with company CEO Josh Hon. He actually prefers to call himself team captain of Turn rather than CEO. And Josh tells me that he and key members of staff work for this innovative folding bike company because they believe so much in transportation cycling. They could have easily got better paid jobs in other sectors had they wanted to. This enthusiasm shines through in everything Turn does, and their latest machine is no exception. And what a machine! It's the much-anticipated second-generation GSD, packed full of improvements. Today's the official launch day, and I managed to catch up with Josh at the weekend. We chatted with a Zoom-style video service, and if you want to see the new GSD as well as sneak a peek inside Josh's apartment in Taiwan, then check out the YouTube video I've embedded on the dash spokesman. Com. The video uses the same audio as this podcast, but you get to see Josh squatting down to run through the bike's many great features. Now, tell me first of all about the GSD version one. So that was 2017, because this is a, a, an epoch-changing bicycle. This was a bicycle that that changed the parameters of what an electric cargo bike looked like and could do. So go back in history and, and tell me about 2017, when you first came up with this thing. Well, it, it was really just, it was an evolution, right? So the, the GSD in its final form was not where we started. It was, it, when we started, it was actually quite a bit shorter. Um, it wasn't really uh, cargo focused as much, but just as, as we started to to develop it and prototype it and uh, really spend time thinking about it. We, we were just thinking that, well, you know, if you're really going to develop an electric bicycle um, and it's going to be optimized for carrying a passenger or two uh, and, and more weight, you really have to design it differently than a, than a regular muscle powered bicycle, right? A muscle powered bicycle is, you know, you you optimize for low rolling resistance with large wheels, right? And so you you comp, but you compromise uh, with cargo space and center of gravity. Um, but with electric, you you don't need to make that same compromise. You can compromise 
a little bit differently because you have that extra extra boost. So you don't need the large wheels, uh, but then you get the lower center of gravity and more more room for cargo. Um, and it also has to do with you know just even your riding position, right? Your riding position on a muscle powered bike is 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 a bit more forward. It's down and 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 that's less air resistance. Um, again, when you have an electric bike, you don't have to make that same compromise and, and you can sit more upright, be a bit more comfortable, be more visible in traffic, right? And you can see over the tops of cars. That's something that's nice. And so really that's, uh, the GST was really our kind of evolution in thinking about, okay, if we're going to design an urban bicycle that can help people drive a little bit less, uh, how should we design that and how could we do it? And so it, it kind of evolved a few times um, and we ended up, you know, w- with the GST. So forgive me for, for saying this, I'm sure you know this, but it, maybe it's nice for somebody else to tell you this, is it's iconic. So it's an iconic bicycle. I can I can spot it from a long, long way away. I know exactly what it is, and I have seen it all over the world. So when I've been in America, I've seen a GSD on the bike paths. Uh, in the UK, I've seen GSDs dotting about. So it's an iconic bicycle. So you've sold a fair few of these around the world. Sure. Yep. We're we're pretty happy with the sales. Um, but yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's. It, it was a leap for us, right? It was our first non-folding bicycle. Uh, we had quite a few debates, strenuous debates on the team. Do we go out with this small-wheeled, non-folding, relatively heavy bicycle? And and I remember thinking, man, this is a bit risky. It could, it could bomb. <laughs> it really could bomb. Um, and we're lucky, we're fortunate that, you know, in fact, our our largest distribution partner when we told them about the product and we showed them renderings they said don't do it we don't need that <laughs> uh, uh, and that's that's a that's a bit that's a bit hard when right your largest customer by far says don't do it we don't need it um, fortunately you know we've been writing prototypes quite a bit by that time where we you know we were confident enough to think they don't know what they're talking about um, they'll come around. Um, and fortunately they did, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's been a quite a journey. Now I would describe it not only iconic, but as a car killer in that you can do things on the, I mean, all cargo bikes are, are car killers, but this one in particular, because you can do, it's, it's modular, it's got lots of things on it. So I know we're going to be talking about the GSD version two. You've got a, a, a brand new one out, but let's let's stick to 2017's model first of all. So, what did you have? What kind of modular things did you have to make this into a car killer? So you could all these different things you could you could put on it and sort of take off. And what did you have then? And we can we can talk about the new stuff in a minute. Well, I, I would start by saying it, it it's not intended to be a car killer. We we also drive cars. Um, and for longer distances, cars make perfect sense. Um, but, you know, for short trips, right, less than five miles, driving a car is is a bit silly. Um, and, it de- and it's just, it's crazy that in all of these cities around the world, you have massive congestion and a huge percentage of those trips are all less than five miles. So the idea is, can we make 
a bicycle that's convenient where, you know, I, I remember used, I, I would used to go out on rides and, you know, I'd spend 20 minutes running around the house. I'd, I'd have to look for my lights, my helmet, my lock, the kids' lights, and I'd have to see if they're charged. And it was just this huge pain. And, you know, when you go out to drive your car, you all you need is your keys, right? That's it. You get your keys and everything that you need is is there on the car. And so I think with the GST, the, the thinking is the same thing, right? You, you have a, a trip to the market, a trip to the library, a school drop-off. Can you just grab your bike keys and hop on the bike and everything that you need is is there? And so that includes safety things, right? So, um, you know, we have a clubhouse that, that wraps around the, the children to keep them safe and centered on the bike. The lights are there. The lock is there, you know, so everything that you need. Um, and so that's what we're always thinking about is, you know, how can we make that bicycle more convenient and an easier choice? And, and, and largely we are the customers. So it's really, you know, the GSD has its specific form factor because we want to use it, right? So we live in, an build, live in a building where we're on the eighth floor and we have an elevator. So a cargo bike that doesn't fit in that elevator just simply doesn't fit in our lives. And, mm. you know, I think the, the thing is, is that's true for a, a lot of people living in cities. And, uh, you know, I, I, another example is when we, when we showed the, the vertical parking feature of the GSD, we thought it was brilliant because, you know, all of us on the Taipei team live in, live in apartments with elevators. Um, but when we showed it to our, our German friends, uh, our partners, their product team didn't get it at first because they all have you know large garages and houses. Um, and I, I think the funniest thing is that actually, so they came back and they said, "Yeah, we we don't get this vertical thing. You know, I, what are you guys thinking with this? It's it's not it's it doesn't make sense." But the the owner of the company, he got it. And so the, the great thing was seeing the owner of the company, 70-year-old gentleman uh, at Eurobike, and he's like flipping the bike up and showing dealers. And so all the product guys are looking at the owner going, oh, he, he gets it. He understands it. And uh, so that, that, was, that was quite a lot of fun. Um, but I think it so really you put shows... it up on its end. Sorry, Josh, you put it yeah. up on its end and it just stands there. Yes. So it uh, takes up the the floor space of a potted plant. You know, you could stick it in the corner <laughs> of your living room. Yeah, yeah. So that's 2017, and yep. it was a, it's a fantastic uh, product. It's been fantastic for you. It's been fantastic for uh, turns brand awareness because lots of companies have got this this bike. Lots of families have got this bike, and I know you don't want to call it a car killer. But I'm sure lots of people have got rid of their second car and, yes. and, and got this 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 particular bicycle. And GSD, let's just uh, let's remind people or tell people for the first time who don't know this, it stands for get stuff done. So that's like a practical bicycle. That's not a car killer, even though it is a car killer. It's get stuff done, yeah? That's the uh, PG version. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> stuff. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going there. We'll 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 leave <laughs> we'll leave that. So 2017, 
we now spring forward to 2020. Is this, would you call it Mark II? What do, how do you describe this, the, the new GSD? Well, it's uh, Generation 2. It's, uh, we call it just the new GSD. Um, yeah, so we basically, you know, of course, as in any product development project, you have to freeze things so that your your supply chain can get to work on them. So we had to freeze things, you know, well in advance. Um, and so there have been so many things where we've seen, ah, that could be improved or, ooh, that could be improved and, and you have to wait. And in addition, right, our, our dealers, our distribution partners, our customers have made, you know, literally hundreds of recommendations to us. Could you add this? Could you add this? Could you add this? Could you do that? Could this be lighter, faster, you know, more convenient? Um, and so that's what we've had, you know, two, two years to work on. And so we are really excited to, for version two. Josh, why don't we now <laughs> do an unveil? Like, let's let's have a look at, at you touching and feeling the, the the new GSD. Okay. And then you can tell me the, the things. I mean, I, I've got a list here because you sent me a press release. You, you've <laughs> the the, the you, walk me through it. I mean, you can start with. I mean, the first thing on my press release is uh, a, a, a stronger, stiffer frame. So start yes. with that. So here it is. Here's the bike. Kit it out. Um, yeah. So the so he, here's the frame. Um, we we made it substantially stronger. That's um, you know when you are carrying a maximum load, it just uh, it, it just rides a lot more s- stably when the frame is stiff. You know there are. Hey, hey. Sorry, is it heavier? Is it stronger uh, the, and stiffer and a little bit heavier, or the bicycle is heavier? Yeah, that's the the unfortunate uh, thing with physics is uh, if you want to make it stronger and stiffer, you you add more material. So um, it is the bike is a bit stiffer or is a bit heavier, um, but it's just uh, so we've we've actually sent the frames off to EFBE in Germany uh, for stiffness testing. Uh, we've just gotten the numbers back. Uh, in vertical stiffness, uh, we are vertical stiffness. We are forty percent stiffer. Um, so, in the words of the EFBE tech who was doing the testing, and version one was already the stiffest stiffest frame vertically that they had ever tested. Um, so they. I mean, kind they, of it doesn't matter because it's electric. Yeah, it doesn't matter that it's that it's that it's slightly heavier. Well, yeah, you got that, that boost. Yep. I mean, yes, absolutely. Um, but the stiffness matters a whole lot because when you have wiggling kids on the back or you have cargo and you're maneuvering through traffic, if you get a little bit of a wiggle, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Um, and, and that's so important with cargo bikes because there, there are cargo bikes where the frames aren't quite as stiff and you definitely feel that. And when you feel unstable or unsafe, you go, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that route or that ride anymore. Um, and torsionally, we are uh, 15% stiffer. And so EFBE said we are on par with kind of the, the heavy duty, uh, sporty kind of downhill bikes that they've tested. So we're, we are very happy with, and of course, this is a longer frame. So having that torsional stiffness with a substantially longer frame is, is quite good. 
but 15% stiffer than GSD version one and 40% stiffer vertically than version one. And just because um, you're now crouching down there, what's that wheel size? So that's a 20 inch wheel. That's the same GSD one, GSD two, 20 inch is your platform. Yes. Yes. Um, well, you can see just from the side view, also there's, um, I mean, everything from the motor is updated as well. So we, we've opted for the top of the line uh, Bosch uh, cargo line motor, 85 Newton meters of torque. It has 400% assistance. Um, it, it's, it's the best kind of cargo e-motor that you, you know, that's on the market today. Um, towards the front, you can see uh, we used to have a rigid fork. So some people mm. had mentioned that, hey, with smaller wheels, even though you have large diameter balloon tires on bad roads, you know, like uh, Berlin, lots of cobblestones, um, you know, that, that was an issue. So we decided to add a suspension fork for comfort, a little bit more control over, over bad roads. Um, and that suspension fork is across all of the model because you can go through what, what models you've got coming up, but uh, that's on all the models is the front suspension fork, but the rear one is only on some models. Uh, the suspension, correct. The suspension fork is on all models. Yes. Yep. Okay. And <laughs> this is going to sound like a daft question here, but so what colors have you got? Let's, let's just say, you know, so we've got a very nice yellow there, but what other color options have you got? Um, well, for the, uh, we've got matte black, uh, as, as everybody does, uh, has, um, we have the original beetle blue, that very bright kind of old VW color, which we like a lot. Uh, we have a color called Tabasco. So we like Tabasco sauce. So it's this kind of orangey red color. Uh, we have um, a, a, a couple of different uh, shades of gray, so a lighter gray, a darker gray. We have a sage color, uh, and we have uh, dragon fruit, which is a, a bit of a polarizing color. Uh, so <laughs> dragon fruit is kind of this purplish red. It's very vibrant. Um, I think you either love it or you hate it. Um, and uh, yeah, different people here on the team are, are in different camps. That's that's actually quite a lot of colorways. I thought you were going to say, well, yellow, red, and black, but that's that's a yeah. that's a fair few. Yep, yeah. yep. Well, okay. we were we so, were finding that, yeah, in in uh, in some in some in some cities, there are so many GSDs running about about that people are actually <laughs> saying, you know, I, I don't want to have the same color as everybody else. You, you guys need more colors. So oh, okay, so, so that's what we've done. Okay, so which particular model is this? So you've, you've got, is it three models you've got? Which one is yes. this? This is the entry level. This is the S10. So this has a 10-speed uh, Diori derailleur drivetrain. Um, we also have the S00, which has the Enviolo uh, hub um, with infinitely variable gears and a belt drive. and um, our favorite, uh, which is the the R14. Uh, the R14 is with a roll-off hub and a belt, and it's basically we just 
put everything on that bike. Um, that the Rolls wanted. Royce. That's kind of like it, the bee's knees. That's the ultimate yeah. with a <laughs> with a roll off. Wow. So, yeah. So uh, before we go, I'm gonna. We, I could have done this at the end, but let's let's while you. Sorry for cr- making you crouch there, Josh. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> but it's a compact. Uh, you can almost get the whole thing in the video screen here. That's great. Um, so. Tell me the prices. No, we could have done this at the end, but as you're as you're down there now, and we're we're going through the various models. So start with the roll off. Let's go from top to bottom because roll off. That's going to be that's going to be pricey. So how pricey is it, Josh? <laughs> the roll off. Well, I'll give you the U.S. dollar pricing. Um, it'll be slightly different in in Europe and the U.K. Uh, roll off is, if I recall, eighty eight thousand two hundred dollars. So it, I mean, that's not that much different from the euro price. I mean, it's roughly, roughly the same. I mean, I've got the the, the list here. I mean, the that one in close. euro, yeah, eight eight thousand three hundred in effect. Yeah, eight eight yeah. two nine nine euros. Yeah. So that's that's the so let's that we're frightening people right now. That's the top of the range. So if you want the absolute best GSD, that's the one. Roll off hub. Eight and a half thousand pounds. This is why it's a car killer. <laughs> these are these are pricey things, Josh. Yes. These are you'd have to get rid of a car to afford the bike. Well, this is well. So this is not only just the roll off. It's the E14 electronic shifting. So uh, when you come to a stop, you hear it go and it downshifts for you. So you have the perfect gear to start off. It also comes with a double mm-hmm. battery. It comes with you know wow. our our super premium light. Uh, lighting system uh, so it's it's really everything it's it's more than just this roll-off hub okay put me down for three <laughs> three of those okay no problem that's fantastic okay so that's that's the bee's knees that's the ultimate right let's step down let's let's go to the let's forget the middle let's go straight to the the I'm, i don't want to call it bottom of the range because that's crazy uh let's talk about the one you've got there the yellow one the e10 so how much is that going to cost people the S10 is 4,500. 4, That'll be 4,500 okay. euros. I, I think it might be $4,600. And it should be right about there in pounds as well. And and, and how much is it? What, what price differences is that compared to the, the models that are already out there in shops? Basically, uh, they are... A five hundred dollar step up from the the version one. So, you know, you, you we've basically upgraded frame, we've upgraded fork, we've upgraded the motor, we've we've added on a lot of standard. You know, like the, the lock is now standard, the lower decks are standard, the wheel guard is standard. So, a lot of standard things, and um, it jumps up by five hundred dollars. Okay. Now, what I did notice there when when you were crouching down was. Uh, the kickstand. So mm-hmm. you have an all-new kickstand. It's, it says it's patented. So what what what's that kickstand going to do for me? Well, the kickstand is incredibly strong, uh, incredibly stable. Um, the the beautiful thing about it is that it locks into place. So when you lower it, it locks automatically. And so when you are loading it up with cargo, or you put your kids on it, and they're wiggling around. Uh, or even if you have it parked in your garage next to your nice car and somebody bumps into it, it's safe. It'll, it'll stay stable. It's safe. It won't tip over. Um, 
The other thing that's that's really nice about it is that it has a remote unlock. So you load mm-hmm. up the bike, and then you step over the bike, press the remote unlock, and roll forward, and you're off. And so that's a very different usage than you know, like putting your kids on, holding it. Hey, you climb on using one hand to get them on, and then you have to swing your leg over while you're holding your bike. So so. It really dr- dramatically. I, I think Carlton, you've used the original, right? And and you know uh-huh, that yeah. the the original, you couldn't load 40, 50 kilos of of things on the back, st- step over the bike, and then roll forward. You had to get it off the kickstand with with a bit of effort, and then you had to swing your leg over while the bike is fully loaded. Um, so I think if if yeah. you yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's a weak point because that's everybody. You know, every every kickstand kind of does that no matter how beefy they are but to have the remote one and to lock in that's that sounds like an amazing upgrade yeah Uh, especially if it's slightly bigger and heavier and if you've got kids on the back and you've got that's going to be amazing yeah Yeah. that particular so is that your is that proprietary yes yes well so version one of version one of the bike right the the kickstand that we specced was an off-the-shelf version it was not as, uh, let's say, robust or easy to use as as people would have liked, um, and so it was one of the weaknesses of the bikes. Um, mm-hmm. We we had some some complaints regarding it, and so that's something that we've been thinking about for two years, and and we've had two years to design something special, and so we we feel like we've we've uh, hit a home run uh, with this kickstand. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're excited to let people see it because there's there's nothing out there on the market like this. If, if somebody's got a GSD now, can they retrofit? Could they say, can I get one of them on my existing one? Or is that got to be on this one? It it has to be on this one. Uh, we did make a retrofittable Atlas kickstand, as you know. Um, but this version, the connection points are, are quite different. So, yeah. So they, yeah. I kind of, I kind of figured that, but I thought I'd ask. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, that's called the Atlas lock stand, I can see here. Yes. So that's that's pretty special. Yes. And then frame geometry. Have you have you changed how the frame rides, looks, measures? What's what's the what's the differences between the GSD one and and this one? Well, we tweaked the geometry. So version one, uh, I think people generally like the geometry a lot, but I would say that it it wasn't really optimal for people six three six four six five so really tall riders i'm out out here that's that's not (laughs) i like the small one you know i can fit this but anyway sorry sorry six foot three okay okay so the the really tall riders would find our handlebars a little bit low and the cockpit a little bit cramped so um you know that, that that describes quite a lot of riders um and so Again, we've tweaked the geometry and we've uh, slackened the seat post. We've raised the handlebars. So the handlebars are six centimeters higher than before. Um, and the slacker seat post, when that's you pull lot. it up, that's, yeah, a that's a lot. Yep, it's that's a lot. A lot. Um, and you know, with the slacker post, as you go up, the, the cockpit lengthens uh, more quickly. And if you're, if you're shorter, then you know, that, cockpit sh- that cockpit shrinks. And so it's really uh, a better geometry for very tall riders, or if you're on the the shorter side. Yeah. So, which um, is me? Which is definitely me. <laughs> We're in the average. We're average. 
<laughs> and then the accessories you have are they are they a different are they is there different modular you know click in points it's, is it a completely brand new platform is what i'm trying to say even even the accessories you've got are going to be different or can accessories in the first one fit on this one or vice versa what's 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 the what's the what's the thing that's going on there yeah the accessories are i would say largely uh, compatible um not all, but largely. So in the in the front, all of the front accessories that we had before will will work on on Gen two. Um, in the rear, many of the accessories will uh, be compatible. Um, I think what we had in the front and the rear, we were pretty happy with, but we we tweaked some small things uh, and optimized a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, we the key is that we also have developed a number of new accessories as well. So uh, we have announced uh, three accessories, three new accessories. We have a Clubhouse Plus, which uh, works better with child seats. So you can have any combination of large child, small child, or child seat, and or a double child seat. Um, we also have a, a lower deck, um, and we have uh, the new cargo hold panniers you can see here. So it's uh, so that they they expand out, and how much can they fit in? Well, these hold fifty two liters. Um, the thing that we love is the uh, fidlock buckle. So oh, what's going on there? They're magnets. Yeah, they're magnets. They're they're fidlock. They're very. Uh, it's a German design. Oh, fidlock. Oh, okay. I've got the water bottles. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, okay, so right. Oh, yeah, fidlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just easy to use. Every every time you use it, you think, wow, that's so cool. Um, so so the capacity of those panniers is 52 liters per side, right? So that's 104 liters. Wow. That's a lot of shopping um, that you can do. Um, you know, or your, your, your kids can put their feet inside and there's still room for their bags or, you know, mm -hmm. a, a grocery run. And how many yeah. kids can you get in there then comfortably? Uh, comfortably two. Not not in those bags, sorry, in the, in the, in the clubhouse. <laughs> how many kids yeah. you can get in the clubhouse? Two. Two kids. Two. Uh, or an adult. But then there's also a captain's chair as well. What's that? The captain's chair is for bigger kids. So if you're old, over 10 years old or, you know, 100 and I don't remember the exact, something like 135 centimeters. Um, so for an adult, you know, every now and then, you know, I, I've ridden my mom to work. So mm -hmm. when I need to do some product testing, I enlist mom. I say, hey, can, can you hop on the back? I want to see how comfortable it is. And and so the captain's chair is really, it's it's essentially a backrest and side supports for an adult. Um, you So that you really, you're a passenger, you, you just lean back, recline, you can, you can read a book. Uh, so... Uh, we, my wife and I ride our son to soccer practice every weekend. And my son is in the back reading his Kindle and eating his breakfast. And he's very happy. And, and uh, a couple of weeks ago, I actually, I asked, I said, Hey, you know, uh, do you prefer to get to, you know, all of his friends, they arrive by, by car, right? And we're the only strange mm -hmm. parents that are arriving by bike. And so I was curious and I said, uh, what do you, what do you prefer? Is it bike or car? And uh, I was so happy. He said, bike, dad. I like bike. And how, and, how old uh, is he, Josh? Well, he's 14, right? So 14. That's yeah. amazing that he's still saying 14. Yes. You know, because so, I, I, I've got, I had teen children 
and I used to take them on the back of my cargo bike. And I would say, yeah, 14, 15 is when they're starting to go, I don't want to be seen on the back of my dad's cargo bike. I just I know, don't. Right? Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. And so that's why I wanted to just double check. And, and he was like, bike dad. So I made me very proud. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, it looks fantastic. We've gone through the prices and and people who are gonna want these kind of things are gonna they're gonna want these things. They're gonna they're gonna ignore those prices and they're just gonna go for it. Because this is as I said, it's an iconic epoch changing uh, a, a bicycle. Now, for people who uh, don't know turn, let's go through a potted history of where turns come from, how did turn um get into becoming uh, this uh, the maker of an iconic bicycle and also how big a market share in your company is the gsd is it like a flagship product and you don't actually sell that many of them you know in the whole you know product range you've got or is it something that's actually quite important from a from a you know a volume sales point of view yeah. so history of the company and then zero back in on that product <laughs> Well, we we started in uh, we launched. I think it was. Uh, I hope I'm correct. June sixteenth, two thousand eleven. So we are a bit over nine years old. Um, uh, I would say that it was really kind of a a team of very passionate bicycle people, and all of us are. We believe in bicycles as a form of transportation. Um, I think that's the best way to explain it is, is uh, you know, we, we do have road, road riders or, or mountain cyclists, mountain bikers as well. Um, but, but I think it's, it's this, this idea that bicycles should be the way to get around for short distances in cities. And, and that's that unifying vision um, which I think is so important to to a new young company. So, you know, all of us could have gotten higher paying jobs someplace else. Um, but we believe in in this vision. And so I think that has, you know, that has united us for for nine years. and it's and it's honestly been been uh, it's been a it's been a tough road. It was a tough road launching. You know, soon after the you know the, the economic crash, um, mm -hmm. and we we started with folding bicycles. That's what we knew. That's what we uh, were good at. That's what we're still good at. Um, but at that time, you know, folding bikes weren't doing as well, and so it it was tough. Um, but I think you know that 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 vision that we all we we all believe in. That's the thing that kept us together. You know, right? If we're all just hey, we're we're just here to make a fast buck, uh, flip it, and then and then exit, uh, the company would have been finished a long time ago. So I, I think that's something that, you know, is, it makes me quite proud that there are, you know, we have so many people that have been, we've been here from the start, you know, from day one, nine years ago. So, um, so that's, that's kind of the, um, you know, that's, that's where we started, uh, today, the, you know, e-bikes are a very important part of our, uh, product line. You know, we, we see, you know, if we think about urban cycling, we think about folding as being an important pillar of that. We think about uh, cargo as being an important pillar. We think about electric. 
Um, and then just kind of lifestyle bikes, bikes that, that look good and you feel good riding. So we look at those as kind of our four pillars for ur- urban cycling. Um, but mm. the GST is definitely a, a flagship product for us. Um, I think it's, it's, you know, raised our profile a bit. Um, mm. so yeah, we're, we're thankful to, uh, to have it. And, and where does it fit into the ecosystem in, in terms of its flagship in that you're selling a few, but it's a really famous iconic bike, or is it really integral to your company? You, you're, you're selling a stuff load of these. Well, we're selling, I mean, I think we're, we're a small company. We're still small compared to the, to the big boys. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely an important, you know, uh, important part of our product line. Mm-hmm. And then one thing we haven't, a- I haven't asked, and that that's quite important is when can people get a hold of these things? So somebody's watching this and going, or listening to this and going, Oh God, I've got to have one of them. Here's my money. Take it now. When can they physically, uh, get their mitts on this bike? The very end of the year or early, you know, let's say January, uh, 2021. So, um, I've got people so excited about this bike and now you're telling them you can't have it next week. (laughs) Uh, it's, it's actually, it's a bit of a challenge to, to try and do marketing without uh, news getting out. Um, you have so many stakeholders, right? You have your distribution partners and you have your dealers, uh, and then you have media. Um, and so there's always this, this balance of, okay, well, how, how close can we, you know, so even, you know, Apple has some troubles, uh, keeping a lid Mm -hmm. on leaks. Um, and so, yeah, so the, we, we, we feel pretty good about, um, you know, we're, we're talking about it in August and, Keep, you know, that means we have to ship, you know, if people are seeing them in, in shops beginning, you know, by the end of the year, that means we have to ship at least, let's say five to six weeks earlier. So that means we're, we're shipping in a, in a pretty short amount of time. Okay. And then bike boom, how has that impacted you uh, as a company globally? And then, and then, cause you're based in, in, in Taiwan. So has the bike boom, have you sold has has the Taiwanese country because it's it's the bicycle kingdom now, isn't it? Is it? Have you sold loads more bikes in Taiwan? And is the Taiwanese bike industry doing well from the bike boom domestically as well as internationally? Well, so we we're we are headquartered here, uh, but we're doing business around the world. And you know, honestly, the the Taiwan market for us is very small. And in fact, you know, GSDs mm. technically are not legal in Taiwan. Um, really? Yeah. Why not? Um, I think there are, uh, some, uh, believe it or not, uh, protectionist government policies, uh, at work. So that's something that we, you know, that's something that we are communicating with the government on, you know, let's, uh, let's create, let's, let's make it a healthy open market. And if there's a healthy open market, then you will have a lot of people thinking about, this market and developing products for it because the market is not Taiwan actually, right? The market is mm. Germany, Holland, United States, right? But those are the markets. Um, so, so the, in terms of bike boom, we are seeing, we're seeing, I mean, I think as anybody in the bike industry realizes uh, we're seeing 
very strong growth uh, in bike sales in most countries around the world. Uh, it's it's terrible that it's taken a pandemic, um, but you know it, I think it's a sea change, right? In in how people view bicycles. You know, before it was yeah, it's recreation, and UK is a great example where sales have just gone off the hook, right? They're 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 crazy, and the encouraging thing, right, is that the government is stepping up and saying, hey, this is a good thing. We can't transport 8 million people per day through the tube. We can't take more cars on the roads. But, gee, uh, bicycles sure are you know, a, a relatively cheap way to move lots of people. Um, so it's great to see the UK government stepping up and saying, hey, we're going to allocate $2 billion over a number of years towards infrastructure. Um, and it's it's uh, amazing. And also, I mean, the UK is going to be doing an electric bike program. We don't know the full details of that, but a lot of jurisdictions around the world offer a subsidy for buying electric bikes. I mean, how how important is that to your business? The the, the subsidies. I think if it, we've seen, you know, if, if there's a country or a city doing a subsidy, e-bike sales go up. Um, but you know, honestly, that's not something. You know, I don't think you can depend on governments to to work quickly or in your favor uh i would say if it happens fantastic we're happy to take it um but you know the the important thing is to create useful products right so if we can create a product which is you know useful enough affordable for people and they say hey maybe i don't need that second car maybe a cargo bike or an electric bike could replace that second car that's what that's that's what we're thinking about Thanks to Josh Hon there, and thanks to you for listening. Show notes and more can be found at the-spokesman.com. The next show, sponsored as always by Jensen USA, may or may not have a companion YouTube version. But either way, get out there and ride. Ride.